everybody. Get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Welcome. I'm bringing to you today a fascinating discussion with our leader in Alaska Parents' Rights in Education. The organization affiliation with Parents' Rights in Ed is new, and we're so excited to welcome Annie Massey, Alaska. We're going to break in right at the time she began explaining how she found Parents' Rights in Education and what brought her to her realization that working with us was a good idea. I think I, at the time I was re researching more about the comprehensive sexual education because I had finished Rebecca Friedrich's book, Standing Up to Goliath, which uh, opened my eyes to that and where our schools are headed. And so I was researching it and found the information on your website about opting out of the, the sexual education and making sure at your school board level that you have uh, the ability to take your kids out of that program when it comes up. You know, you had gotten an email from me with my name and then you reached back out. Once I learned more about how you have parents' rights in education structured, I realized that it was an answer to my prayers. I recently had been, had gone to a local community council meeting and was speaking up for parents' rights to oak right now in the middle of coronavirus. And so I was speaking up um, at that meeting and pushing back with the school board member who was coming to represent the school board. She was there presenting and I raised my hand and started firing questions off of uh, her about you know, why they were keeping school closed. And I presented um, information about the suicide rates, the depression rates, anxiety rates, and how closing schools is a detriment to our kids right now. We've had three suicides in this city, two in my home, my very small hometown, very young children, uh, as young as 10, 10 years so old. So this is because of the... Down. The shutdown. Oh, and, and in Alaska now you're going into um, much shorter days. Yes, so the daylight is changing. Yes. Um, cold, long cold winters keeps people indoors. Um, it's not a good time right now for these families and children especially to be locked inside their homes and be mandated to be there 
Our city is restricting gatherings in your homes. They want to have right. a mask mandate. They are just stifling um, the residents in our area right now. And, we are pushing back as much as we can. Um, right. And, you know, I really think most people are, they're open to taking steps if they believe that it's temporary. Um, and really, honestly, we thought by November 3rd, we're, we can get back to what we call normal, right? So that healthy people take care of themselves and those who are not as healthy and, and are at risk, they'll take care of themselves. Um, they'll take the steps to be more cautious, but that doesn't seem to be changing. So there's another element going on here, which is of great concern. And what we're finding is that there are two high-risk groups that are being affected the most. The first is children, okay, yes. K through 12 children, all, also higher ed, but they have, they have more resources, they're older, and they can adapt. But, but the grade school age kids and, oh, and, and middle school, those groups I think are the greatest risk, especially the middle school, you know, as they, they're going into puberty. So there's lots of emotions there. Yeah. Uh, the other group, high risk, small business. Oh, yeah. And that's not necessarily in our yeah. wheelhouse, but you and I both understand that because we both are small business owners and um, they can't just bounce back that easily. And so we're losing more and more small businesses. And how does that translate? Now, I'm, I'm taking it down another path because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm very interested in public policy and how it does affect our free enterprise system. Uh, right. Small business creates the middle class. That's where the middle class um, thrives, is small business. And so this is a, this is a major issue. And I also know of uh, suicides. We, we watch these things in our state locally, and it is a major concern. So you were at this meeting, and that was the topic, which, yeah. is, which is really the, yeah, is the most important issue right now pertaining yeah. To public schools right now. I mean, K through 12 public schools is can we get them back into the school? Period. Yeah, so tell me more about that in Alaska. Well, we as soon as I started speaking up, um, I was not alone. As soon as I started questions, the room kind of lit up and everybody started um, giving their opinion to in support of opening schools. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was very, very positive. I thought, this is great. I was learning more about getting to those meetings because those representatives in education go to those local meetings. And then what they do, they find the, the heartbeat of what's going on in the community. And then they're supposed to go back to the school board and present what they learned from their local community council meetings. So I followed it. I followed the whole process. I was at the meeting. I saw how much we were all advocating to open schools, and I watched as that school board member went to her next school board meeting and reported nothing of it. <gasps> reported nothing of it. All she said was, oh, yes, I, I went to several community council meetings, and yep, there was lots of questions, and then she changed the subject to something else. Wow. And so I was deflated by that. It, you, ha you have to be able to follow that stuff 
You can't just go to the meeting and go, oh, good, my voice was heard. No, 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 it wasn't. And so then, then you have to, you know, now that I know that that's what she reported, she will get an email from me later and the whole board will hear about this later from me. Why was that not talked about? That's not the truth of what's going on in our community. And by not, by censoring what happened at that meeting, you're now not reporting the truth. Because everyone exactly. in that room was in support of what we were saying to you. So, so was that was, meeting, was it, was it videotaped at all? Is it, was it a publicly? No, okay. So, no, so that's what we, we learn as, yes. as activists. There's, and I a think, there's a board there. And so okay. they, they, they have a treasurer who's taking notes, they, or excuse me, a secretary who's taking notes. There's a full okay. board there. So, and you know, we had we had an assembly member there, a local assembly member was was sitting right next to me. Okay. And there was a senator there. So wow. somebody running for mayor was there. We all were there. We heard and right. other you know local was there any local media there? Did, was it reported on by the local media? No. 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 Oh. no. So they they call they call them community council meetings. And they're Every single month, every single community in the An municipality of Anchorage has community council meetings. And so if, if anybody is listening to this podcast who lives in the Anchorage area, something huge, a big part of this puzzle is attending your local community council meetings. Exactly. That is how they get the heartbeat of what's going on and what you want. And they should be going back to their assembly members and their other boards and reporting accurately. Because if they're not, then they're, they're skipping over your agenda for their own and they're gonna interject theirs every single time. And we'll leave it there. Be sure to tune in next time to hear the second half of my interview with Alaska Pre Annie Massey. Thanks for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to our future podcasts. Go on our website and click on the podcast icon. Also, don't forget to sign up for our event in March. We have a lineup of fantastic speakers, including Rebecca Friedrichs, Bernadette Broyles Esquire, Heidi St. John, and Walt Heyer. Looking forward to seeing you then. Remember, parents' rights matter. I'm Suzanne Gallagher. This is Parents' Rights Now.